Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Eddie Garcia. Thrilled to be here with you, man. I feel like having some fun here this evening. You know, it's almost a feel-good Friday. It's Friday for everybody except the West Coast. We're only an hour away. But I saw this story where Shohei Otani, he has tied the knot. He is an honest married man over here, Eddie. And these, these details, I'll tell you what. Tears of joy. Tears of joy when I share some of this with you. Are you a sentimental guy? Have you gone to many weddings in your uh, lifetime over there, Eddie? Uh, a few here and there. Uh, didn't go to one wedding in particular that took place today um, that involved <laughs> our uh, show executive producer, uh, Justin Cooper, um, Mazel Tov. Uh, yeah, we were not invited to that wedding. but uh, No, are you serious? Really? No. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, that's, just, that's fine. That's fine. You can uh, wanted to have for just family, apparently, or whatever. So not his work family, though. But uh, I mean, Coop's uh, obviously a big, uh, big wedding, but not as big as Shohei Otani, of course. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm more interested in Coop's details. Do you know much about it? Is this where was this at? It's his only close family, that sort of thing. Uh, no, I don't know a lot about it. Um, <laughs> I I didn't ask if we were going to be invited. I just figured we'd find out if we were eventually, and then uh, well, Coop has has been gone. 
a uh, couple days now, and uh, so Ben asked on the air, uh, "Were you invited? Uh, nope. Were you invited? Nope. Were you, he wasn't invited. No. So not, none of us were invited. I, again, he told me. Ben told me that it was uh, just going to be a family thing, and uh, so there you go. Wow. How do you feel about that? Is it just a shrug of the shoulders? Whatever. Coop's doing whatever he wants to do, or it's like. What was I'm, up with that? I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it. But we'll bust his balls over it, of course. Absolutely. Just because, you know, <laughs> that's what we do. But uh no, I'm I'm totally fine uh Man, not going. I, I would have I would have happily gone had I been invited. I wouldn't have been like, oh, oh God, I gotta go to this coop wedding. I would have yeah. been interesting to see him, you know, uh in something other than a hoodie and uh, you know, <laughs> all dressed all dressed up, I assume, a little bit and uh I have met his uh, now wife. We should, we've seen her a few times at things, and uh, seems like a nice, uh, nice woman. So happy for him. Hope it works out. Obviously, what was the? Uh, we'll get to the show. Hey, thing, but the coop proposal was it something to do with Texas Hold'em? Right, it, he, it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he is a big po- poker player, and his uh, his now wife uh, enjoys playing as well. I, you know, nice to have things in common. Um, me and my wife are big, both big football fans, and so that's you know we've got that. But anyway, uh, yeah, he worked it out with his. Uh, I guess he has a weekly game. We're not invited for that either, by the way. <laughs> right. uh, but he has a weekly game, and uh, a, 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 a from what I understand, a uh, you know a regular group, right, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, so they all knew about it, but her and uh, I don't. I, so they did something where they worked it out to where the cards. There was some connection with the right. proposal and and the cards that everybody had or something and uh, and yeah I, I think he even had video of it I, I, if I recall I I don't remember seeing a video of it I'm I'm sure you're right I'm just saying I hadn't seen it but I did see a picture and I I'd love to know the details of it where you're right Eddie it was something with everybody else or it was you know how you do the flop and then the turn in the river or whatever it was maybe like the community cards. That was sort of the will you marry me type that something like something that. like that. You're right. Yes. Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah. But a cool idea by Coop. I saw that and I was like, oh, man, he took it to another level with that. But uh, yeah, the Shohei details. This is hilarious, uh, Eddie, where, you know, Shohei, he doesn't reveal much about himself. At no, all. I mean, he, it, it took like uh you know, an act of God to get him to reveal his dog's name, right? <laughs> right. That's right. He was asked what his dog's name was. This is when he was named ALMVP, right? So he's a two-time ALMVP, and uh, he accepted this award, and his dog was nearby. And so some of the writers are like, hey, what's the dog's name? And Shohei was basically like, I, uh, I wasn't ready to reveal what the dog's name is here. We do know now that it's decoy. That's the translation for Shohei's dog, but very, very low on the details that he shares with everybody. So yeah, much much fine. like us and Coop, uh, Dave Roberts and company apparently didn't know. Uh, they weren't invited, apparently, and yeah, uh, yeah okay. Right. Yeah, you're, you're Dave Roberts. Big Ben is, I don't know, Freddie Freeman. I don't know. We could figure it out to go down the Dodgers lineup right there. But yeah, like the Dodgers didn't know about this. The news broke. This was early on Thursday. And so, again, this very private man, Otani, through an interpreter, he revealed these uh, stunning details, Eddie. We have a lot to go on. He said, she is a Japanese woman. 
I don't really feel comfortable talking about when I got married exactly, but she's a normal Japanese woman. As opposed to what? I don't know. She is an abnormal Japanese woman. <laughs> she is. I, I, does he really need to include the normal in there? <laughs> I guess maybe that's he lost in translation. Him. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's an important detail to him. Apparently, there were a few other little tidbits here. Not much to go on, but apparently he's known his new bride for three or four years, and he also right. posted on Instagram, and the the picture was. His dog, Decoy. And Otani wrote, I began a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers, but I also have started a new life with someone from my native country of Japan who is very special to me. We hope the two of us and one animal will work together. That's about it for the details. That's all we got. You know, there is an interesting connection, though, with Coop and Otani. Of course, this would have been better had Otani stayed with the Angels because Coop would have then continued to be an Angels fan. He's apparently no longer a fan of the sport of baseball <laughs> because he he swore if Shohei went to the Dodgers, he was done with baseball. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll see if that holds up or not. But uh, Coop is actually going to have his honeymoon in the land of the rising sun in Japan. So wow. there is a there is a connection there, sort of. When is that going to happen? Do you know? Uh, soon, I, I would think. Yeah, yeah. pretty soon. I, would, I, I don't would think Coop's going to be on the show for a little while. So, wow, Pat, how about Patrick that? and company, clear your schedules. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So maybe Patty, Patrick knows since he might be us. working. Patty, you know, do you have any idea how, about the uh, honeymoon? You know, no. Uh, I mean, as far as my schedule, uh, I'm going to be back on the uh, the day side, so I'm not sure who'd be filling in. Wait a minute. So Coop Uh-oh. is very buttoned up with these details is what you're telling us here, Patty. Right, he's very. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I just found out yesterday. He's like, "Oh, hey man, um, I'm going to be married tomorrow. So if you need any any help on your shows, uh, you better get to me now." <laughs> I I can totally believe that. That's how Coop rolls, man. Uh, Coop, a very private man. I didn't know this about Coop because he he doesn't seem that private when he's on the show at all, you know. But apparently, so is what you're telling us here, Eddie. I didn't realize this about Coop. When we first started working with Coop and the the weed thing would come up occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought, I mean, this was before, you know, most of the states are, I don't know how many states have legalized it, but it's obviously legal here in California. Um, I kind of thought it was, uh, you know, something that was on the down low that we that we kind of slip in as a joke, you know, and <laughs> and then after a while you realize, no, no, it's he totally doesn't care. Just uh, you can put it out there as much as you want that he... Loves to smoke the weed, and uh, yeah. yeah, that's part of who he is. You know what's funny? I totally just had a flashback, Eddie, now that you bring this up, because Coop and I worked together for a couple of years a long time ago on Fox Sports Radio. We did weekend overnights together. And you know how it is. In commercial breaks, we're just talking. We're, and inevitably, Coop would say something to me, and I didn't know it shouldn't be on the air. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know he didn't want me to say this. So I'm like, yeah, Coop just told me. And I don't know how many times Coop was like, you weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> so, yeah, Coop is a little bit more private than I thought. I, 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 I You make a lot of sense now that you bring it up. Wow. Although you Crazy. would never know he is, uh, you know, with all due respect, a pothead. Yeah. Right. Uh, from, from looking at him, I mean, you know, there is no stereotypical... 
you know, stoner look to him, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, no, not really. Yeah. I, I wouldn't get the stoner vibe. No, no, no. Uh, one last thing on Otani here. I love this where he mentioned, he said, uh, quote, I felt like it was good timing getting married uh, because it was before the season. I didn't really want any distractions once the season started. I would have liked to announce it earlier, but there were some paperwork issues that delayed the whole process, end quote. So a couple of things going on there. This dude is freaking locked into the season. I got no time for distractions, a little marriage. No, we don't have time for that. Do you we think that they the is, are prenups a uh, a universal thing? Is there do they have those uh, worldwide? I assume. I you know it's a good question. I would think so, and especially with Otani making the type of coin that I mean, I know the Japanese culture that you know can be yeah. very traditional. Maybe that's yeah. uh, something that they don't partake in. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I maybe, maybe that's a culture that would frown on that in general. You know, it's some people think that you're setting yourself up for a big fall if you engage in that sort of thing, right? Like, so I don't know. I don't know if that's something that the Japanese culture embraces or not. Might not be. Might not be. But there you go. Happiness all the way around as Otani has tied the knot. And we have, I think, four details is what I counted right there. That's about it. That's all we're going to get. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hold your breath for any big pictures or big reveals or anything. I, like It's weird, right? Because think about it, Eddie. In this day and age with social media, more times than not, someone will post a picture of a ham sandwich, and it's just like, this is what I'm eating, hashtag Thursday, and it's like, <laughs> no one cares, man. You're oversharing. So it is kind of cool that Otani is so private, but he takes it to such an extreme level, even that's kind of weird to me, I mean, right? when I think about celebrity sports weddings, and you know I'm a huge hockey guy, Wayne Gretzky's wedding was a national event in Canada, and I gotta think Otani is about as big a star as you could get over there. Like everybody watches his games, you know. They may may or may not be Dodger fans, but they're all like you know watching the games, supporting him. I would imagine a, a Otani wedding would be a major event in that country. Has to be. He he's a mega star. They have around the clock coverage of Otani. You know, like just spring training stuff. And now that he's with the Dodgers, like many. People over there have adopted the Dodgers as their favorite team because they've got Otani, you know, mania going on over there. So, yeah, that would be a mega event. And Otani's just like, yeah, I don't want to reveal when we got married. Uh, just know that she's a normal Japanese lady. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Otani. Appreciate that. All right, we got a lot to get into here, Eddie. We've got uh, NFL tidbits left and right, you know? We've got the combine. We're not going to go knee-deep in the combine and breaking down the three-cone drill, but there's some interesting stuff going on there. Um, of course, ooh, I love this. Potential NFL changes we will get to as the show goes on as well. There are a lot of things being discussed by the competition committee, some things I think would make sense, some other things that I don't think make any sense at all. Plenty of non-NFL stuff as well, some hoops, some laughs along the way, some goofy stuff. Swimming, believe it or not, Eddie, swimming might make it into the show. I'm not big on swimming. I can't imagine you're huge, like an avid swimming sports fan. I'm right? big on swimming when I'm in water. 
There you go. That. It's important. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm a fan of controversy. There's some controversy going on. We'll share that with you as well. Right around the corner, though, want to get to an athlete, very well known, not quite on the Otani level, but in the news, left and right, I'm sensing, Eddie, some high maintenance vibes. Very high maintenance vibes. That is around the corner. He's Eddie Garcia. I'm Brian No. We're in for Big Ben Maller here tonight on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The Ben Maller Show is a collaborative effort. You're invited to communicate with those of us on this side of the microphones. You can follow your host on X. In for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. He's at the No Show, N-O-E. And you can post that and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Brian No. You know, Eddie, I like you for... You've made the switch to X? I was forced to. Yeah, really? Ben was uh, was giving me crap about it. So. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't care that much to hold on to it. <laughs> so you're like, fine, man, we'll yeah, make it like, beautiful. Right. I told him, like, like, January 1st, I'll, I'll switch over. <laughs> and so you've been X in 2024, huh? That's correct. That's pretty much it. Unwilling, uh, but... You know, not the biggest deal in the world, so you go along with it. I get it. Um, would you go as far as to say that Ben is high maintenance, Eddie? Would you say that? Hmm, that's a really good question. 
Um, he's definitely set in his ways. He doesn't uh, doesn't stray too far away from what he's comfortable with. Okay. Um, but high maintenance is. I don't know that I would. I, he's stubborn. I would certainly say that. Um, hmm. Well, I, I would say this: being married to Ben, I'm sure, would would be. Um, you'd have to be willing to accept his uh, his rigidness. I would say. How, is okay. That, all right. So, is that high maintenance? I don't know that that. I don't know that that you know goes to the definition of what high maintenance is. Uh, I, I'll have to say no on that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Teetering, teetering on high maintenance, right? But not quite. Well, I guess what's what's your definition of high maintenance? Um, well, that's a good question too. To me, that's some, that's like someone you have to go above and beyond to appease constantly. Pretty much, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, just, I guess I would say he's teetering on that. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the cusp. Yeah, he's right there. There is a highly talked about player about to be drafted, Eddie, that is giving off. A lot of high maintenance vibes. That player might be the number one overall pick, Caleb Williams. Well, that hasn't just started. I mean, it's not just started. I don't, I don't it's, know if it's ramping just, uh, up over. I don't here. know yeah. if it's just because uh, you know here in Southern California we we've seen him a lot, but that has been going on now for well ever since he came to Southern California. That's right, and a, a lot of it is his dad. It's his dad, Carl. But this is the latest chapter in the book of high maintenance related to Caleb Williams. So it doesn't sound like a big deal initially, but when it's one of many things, it's like, okay, my goodness, this is getting tedious. So this is according to Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports. He's reported that Caleb Williams is declining medical exams at the Combine, he's not going to share his medical records with all of the 32 teams. He's going to complete medical exams with a handful of the teams that he's meeting with before the draft. So you're still expecting the Bears, the Commanders, the Raiders, the Vikings. There's a list of about eight teams. It's just not all 32 teams that are going to have all this medical uh, information on Caleb Williams. And again, Eddie, just this story alone, it doesn't, it might not scream high maintenance to you or anybody else, but it's the first time this is expected to have happened. It's never happened before where a player just said, yeah, no, I'm not sharing all my medical information with all of the teams. That's not going to happen. And his dad, Carl, this is the greatest hits where he's had many things where it's just like, He's just questioning things to the nth degree. And sometimes it makes sense. Other times it's just like, wow, man, we're making this way overly difficult here. Where you remember in the past where his dad, Carl, he asked agents about his son maybe getting an ownership stake with the team that drafts him. That that was one of the things like, hey, could, could we get an ownership stake over here? Is that possible? <laughs> He's not the only one. Aaron Rodgers has floated that idea out there before. Uh, his dad, Carl, has questioned the rookie wage scale. 
he's questioned eligibility rules, obviously medical testing. We just went over that. The draft declaration deadline. Like, why do we have to declare on this date? Can it be something? It's just constant, Eddie, where his dad, Carl, is one trying to maximize his son's earning potential, which makes all the sense in the world. But he takes it to such an extreme level where there's some high-maintenance stuff going on here. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, nope, don't want the guy. I would still draft him number one overall. There are some great athletes where they're high-maintenance and you just have to buckle up and get ready for a bumpy ride. There's going to be some turbulence, but their talent and production means it's worth it. That's what I think we're looking at here. Do you get that same impression? Yes, but when you're the number one overall pick in the draft, I th- I think you just grin and bear it. I, yeah. I think you're you're you know if you had it, your choice of having it or not having it, you'd say I'd rather not have that. But if that's the price that comes with having the consensus overall number one pick, then so be it. Yeah. Look, man. If you or if you were at USC, model, if you're at USC, right, and you had you had who at the, at one time a Heisman Trophy winner and one of the top college quarterbacks, you take all yeah. that junk too. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that look, if you're you know lucky enough to date a perfect ten, <laughs> there might be some high maintenance things along the way, you know, and you just say, oh, all right, it just comes along with the territory. Yeah, I agree with you, Eddie. Ideally. You would get a top prospect with elite talent, elite production, just no you know, no high-maintenance issues whatsoever. That, but that's oftentimes not realistic. And uh, like I think that's what we're looking at here. And I think it's more so his dad than Caleb Williams himself. But uh, it's just something to, to keep in mind going forward. Because look at the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. It's a good example. They were together for, what, over a decade and a half? They were together for a long time, almost 20 years, right? He was drafted in 05, so almost 20 years. And it got to a point where after all of this high-maintenance stuff, the Packers were like, okay, we're done. But he was so talented and so productive that they put up with it for the better part of two decades. That's just typically the way it goes. So I'm not saying don't draft Caleb Williams. I'm just saying get ready for some high-maintenance issues along the way. That's what it seems like to me, man. I think that's what we're going to be seeing here. Uh, you think he's going to be the number one pick, Eddie? I absolutely do. I, do. I think the Bears would be out of their minds to run it back with Justin Fields and his sucky passing numbers for three years. I, I don't see... And teams- can you imagine of all franchises, the Bears... Pass, passing on the consensus number one pick and then that guy becoming a star. Yeah. I mean, no. no. Can't, that cannot happen. You cannot allow that to happen. Only franchise without a 4,000-yard passer in a single season. The only franchise. And right, to your point, Eddie, this guy, this hot prospect, Caleb Williams, is staring them in the face. And they're like, nope, we're going to trade down for a second straight year. I, if you're the Patriots, maybe you can get away with something like that, right? Because you've won multiple championships. You've had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Not the Bears. No. No, you can't do that. No. Yeah, it's a good point, especially when it's them specifically. Yeah, you reset the QB clock, man. This is a no-brainer. Have to do it. There haven't been I, – I don't think, Eddie, I haven't read, like, dumber – 
posts, like dumber comments about an athlete uh, in a while more than this whole Bears situation and should they draft Caleb Williams? Should they keep Justin Fields? There have been just, I'll read it and I'll be like, how could someone think that? You know what I mean? Like, I'll hear stuff like, uh, they should, uh, one of my buddies sent me something the other day. You know what? I'll get it for you. Uh, Right around the corner. This is hilarious because I want to get it, you know, word for word. It was someone's post and it was just like, wow, dude, I think I've heard everything now. So, I'll get to that to you right around the corner. Um, I'm Brian. No, he's Eddie Garcia. We're in for Big Ben Maller here on the on Fox Sports Radio. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. First, though, Eddie Garcia. He's got an update for us. You take it away, Mr. Garcia. Well, thank you, Mr. No. Uh, let's uh, start off with the NBA. We had eight games on the schedule. We had a rematch of last season's NBA Finals with the Nuggets knocking off the Heat, 103-97. to Michael Porter Jr. leading Denver with 30 points in the win. We had a lot of upsets in college basketball on a, pretty much a nightly basis, although not tonight. Uh, you don't see a lot of big, big upsets, though, in the NBA, but we did have one. The Spurs, the worst team in the Western Conference, knocked off the Thunder, the second best team in the West and vying for the top overall record in the conference. 132-118. Spurs beat the Thunder. Uh, Oklahoma City is a game back of Minnesota for the top spot in the conference. Victor Wembeyama, 28 points, 13 rebounds for San Antonio. Warriors go to New York, knock off the Knicks, 110-99. You had the Lakers in overtime getting by the Wizards, 134-131. Anthony Davis, 40 points, 15 rebounds for LA. Bucks beat the Hornets on the road, 111-99. Suns take down the Rockets, 110-105. Nets over the Hawks, 124-97. And the Magic beat the Jazz, 115 to 107. Top 25 college basketball, three ranked teams in action. They all won. Number 17, St. Mary's beat Pepperdine, 83-57. 19th ranked Washington State over USC, 75-72. And number 23, Gonzaga down San Francisco, 86-68. Some NHL games of note. The Stars beat the Jets 4-1. Dallas overtaking Winnipeg to move into first place in the Central Division with that win. Bruins get by the Golden Knights, 5-4 was the Kings surprising the Canucks, 5-1. Predators roll over the Wild, 6-1. And the Maple Leafs beat the Coyotes, 4-2. That is 14 straight losses now for Arizona. Brian, not sure if you this is something you want to talk about later on in the show, but uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl winning wide receiver McCole Hardman has been in the news <laughs> a bit lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, making some uh, inflammatory comments about one of his former teams, the New York Jets. And now comes a story that the Jets believe Hardman leaked some game plans to opponents Wow. Uh, during the season, uh, because he was angry with how he, with the team was using him, his agent is Andy Sims, and he says that uh, those allegations are laughable and ridiculous. Man, that, that's we're getting serious over here now. Yeah, the Jets didn't like that. It, it, McCall Hardman was so right with what he said. Now you could say maybe he shouldn't have said this publicly and talk trash about the Jets. Maybe you could say that. I'm not going to say that, but. Um, this is a portion of what McCall Hardman had to say initially that got the Jets so riled up. This is on the Pivot podcast. Here you go. Going to the Jets, I've seen that other side of where it's not where you want to be at. Y'all can't tell me about winning. I've been to four Super Bowls in five years. You know what I'm saying? I know what winning looks like. I know what winning is. So y'all keep telling me certain things. It's like I'm not going for that like because y'all not doing it right. Like We got hammers on the ground. We don't got no discipline. People feel like it's too many individual egos in this locker room or whatever. And I'm telling them, like, that's not going to get y'all to win. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, not that hard to believe, right? I've seen what's gone on in 
in New York Jets land for a long time. Now, he also was talking about the offensive side of the ball. And Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator. So, shockingly, based on how things went in Denver when he was the head coach and it was completely disorganized, well, McCole Hardman said it's same situation on offense with the Jets. Check this out. Just got a new coach staff that came in, you know, and, like, it's no standard there. It's like everybody do what they want to do, and it's like whatever. Now, granted, the defense have a more of a stabilized standard with that with the coaching staff on that side. So you could tell the defense got a, a standard, but the offense is just like, all right, we'll just figure it out. It's Aaron show. Mm-hmm. Let Aaron do what Aaron do, you know what I mean? But then when Aaron go down, it's like we don't know what to do. Not that hard to believe, right? I don't think they'd be uh, the epitome of organization with Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> right? Especially with Zach Wilson filling in for Aaron Rodgers. They were totally screwed. So, yeah, McCall Hardman has taken a beating by saying what he said, where people are like, hey, he's a snitch. He's just pointing out the obvious, I think, right? It's disorganized with the Jets. And, uh, man, I, they fought back, huh, Eddie? I didn't catch that second part. Where they said he leaked game plans to opponents last season? Uh, that's the allegation. Yeah, I don't know who exactly is saying this, um, but yeah, that's out there. I should maybe check and see who is if there's a name attached to that, or if it's just sources within the Jets organization or wow. leaking this. That's crazy. By the way, I found that that post when we were talking about the Bears and what they should do with the number one pick with Justin Fields. It's a random comment. My friend uh, Jay sent this to me. The comment is this, Eddie. Trade fields to Atlanta for the eighth pick. So right there, we're off to a rough start. Uh, Atlanta's not trading the number eight pick for Justin Fields. But, But he goes on. Trade the first pick to Washington. Trade the second pick to New England. Draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Um... Uh, Joe Walt, Brock Bowers, not in that order, uh, and start Bajent. <laughs> so, he, he has traded Fields for the number eight overall pick. He bypassed on Caleb Williams, and uh, you get three uh, top ten picks there. What, what do you think about the uh, – how realistic do you think that is there, Eddie? What would you say? Um, About as realistic as me starting at quarterback for the Bears next season. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, – there have been some scorching hot takes of, you know what? Just start Tyson Bajant. <laughs> that's out there. That is where Why? we're at. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's gotten Looney Tunes when it comes to the Bears and what they should do. Like You and I are on the same page, Eddie. It's like, let's not overthink this. Reset the quarterback clock. Draft Caleb Williams. He's one of the top prospects, not just in this draft, but in many uh, NFL drafts. He would still be one of the top guys. Draft him. That Let's not overthink this. But uh, you'd be surprised how many comments are not like that, Eddie. There are a lot in the opposite direction. <laughs> it just it can go south real fast. As far south as, yeah, start Bajan instead of any of those other guys. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I think when you see what C.J. Stroud did, you know what I mean? And I get that that was one hit out of you know several young quarterbacks taken. Yeah. And I was even surprised by that. But when you see that happen and what an effect it can have oh, on man. a franchise, you have to take a chance on getting a guy like that. Totally. Totally. And 
No one's saying this guy is destined to be a top five guy. Guaranteed, no doubt about it. He might end up there. It's not a guarantee. Like you said, Eddie, you got to take that risk. I, I think it's a better argument if other teams, I'm a big Dolphins fan. If the Dolphins somehow, some way, had the number one overall pick, would they draft Caleb Williams? Or would you stick with Tua Tungavailoa, pay him a ton of money? He's been much more productive than Justin Fields has been. I would want my Dolphins to draft Caleb Williams. Reset the QB clock. Uh, Caleb Williams might be even more special than Tua. Uh, I would go that route. And that, that, to me, is a better debate than Justin Fields. His passing numbers are freaking awful. Bad. <laughs> but... Maybe you should explain what's resetting the quarterback clock is right, for yes. people who don't know. Um, okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just, you know, these quarterbacks are on rookie contracts, so they're making a fraction of what someone even like Justin Fields is about to make. In about a year, he's probably going to make something comparable to Daniel Jones' money, the Giants quarterback. And that salary cap hit is around $42 million in each of the next three years for the Giants. And Daniel Jones, his production isn't even close to that type of price tag. And that's what you're going to have to do most likely with Justin Fields. Why? Why Why would you sign up for that? And to your point, Eddie, too, you bypassed on uh, C.J. Stroud last year. They could have picked him but the Bears traded down, they're going to do that again and bypass Caleb Williams, Drake May, right? Jaden Daniels, all those guys. They're going to bypass all those dudes? Like, come on, man. What are we doing? At some point, you got to take a chance and get one of these top prospects. Uh, these teams that are in the middle are aching to be where the Bears are. <laughs> they would draft a QB if they needed one. So I don't know why we're overthinking this, but it is a loud... Um, I don't know. It's a loud uh, uh, section that's in opposition of drafting Caleb Williams. I just I don't get any of that, man. You watching the combine at all, Eddie? Be into that? I, I'm not clearing my schedule to watch all things combine over here. It was uh, D line linebackers? <laughs> we got uh, let's see Friday. I don't know DBs, tight ends. I don't know if that does it for you. Saturday, that's when the QBs, the wide receivers, the running backs, they get at, at it. I don't know why. This is kind of messed up looking at the schedule. They close with offensive linemen. I'm thinking of kind of like a concert where you, you close the show with the headlining act. The NFL goes the opposite way. They are closing on Sunday with offensive linemen. Let's just... That's kind of weird. That's kind of like... And I'm not talking trash about old linemen. I love them. Got to have them. But as far as the combine goes, not must-see TV. Like, I got to see this uh, left guard out of UTEP run the 40 here. That's how they end it. That's kind of like ending your concert with the warm-up band, isn't it? Kind of weird. Kind of weird right there. Uh, feel free to hit us up. 877-99 on Fox is your number. More than welcome to join us here. We will roll out the red carpet to be interactive uh, right around the corner. I did not realize we would be talking about this sport tonight, but if there's controversy, we go where the controversy is. We'll dive into that. No pun intended. 
I always say that. This is not a swimming thing. Uh, we'll get into that right around the corner. I'm Brian No, He's Eddie Garcia. We're in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the greatest show on overnight audio earth. It's even better when you join our curious world. We would be appreciative to have you. You can co-mingle with fellow Maller Militia members on Facebook and or Instagram. It's just a few clicks away. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. And now live from the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. In for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. Thank you, Eddie. So, listen, man. Being interactive on the show takes precedence. You know what I mean? Goes to the top of the list. Especially when we've got Hank in Tokyo. It's a real thing, Eddie. Nice. Hank, what's going on? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hey there, Brian. Hey there, Eddie. Um, So, yeah, you were uh, perplexed by the phrasing of normal Japanese woman in your first segment. And I want to uh, clarify that for you. Okay. So a normal Japanese woman simply means she's not a celebrity. She's not, oh. you know, an artist, uh, a singer, a comedian. Uh, in the, you know, a, uh, on TV, in the movies, or anything like that. It just means she's a, a normal everyday business person or homemaker or whatever. Gotcha. Good to know. I have a question though. Um, we were talking about like celebrity weddings and things like that. Is sure. is that something sure. that translates culturally, or is that not something that you would see in Japan? Yeah, so Japan is very much in the celebrity worship category. Um, so th- that's why they have the phrasing "a normal person" versus "a non-normal person." So yeah, uh, traditionally they're events and quite public, um, but he is obviously quite a personal person. And the, the gap between, uh, so the, he was referencing paperwork. Uh, the marriage ceremony is not where you're, when you're married. You're married when you register at a town hall. And that could be a month gap. Mm. So that, that's probably what that had to do with. 
How about, Hank, uh, we are kicking this around, too. We plead ig- ignorance, you might know. Uh, how about yeah. the Japanese culture as far as, like, a prenup? Is that a yeah, no-no? I, 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 okay, I mean, I'm, I'm not in that category, so I can't speak from experience. Yeah. But um, I, I would say that it's immature here, but I'm sure it, I'm sure it happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a $700 million man, so, I mean, you know, he's going to do something. So uh, how'd you end up there, Hank? That's the main question. How did you and Tokyo come to be? Uh, I've been here for 30 years. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Eddie, before you hang up on me, yeah. um, next time uh, <laughs> uh, Ben Maller references the Code of the West, interrupt him and say, dude, until you honor your bets, don't mention the Code of the West. Yeah. No, not, not kosher. Good. I, I, that's a great idea. Thank you for that. Okay, Very guys. Nice. Have a good one. You too. How about that? Hank, you know, Hank has taken the Japanese culture, I think, right? He's been I have always right? wanted to visit Japan. I, I want to go, too, but I was like, how'd you end up there? He's like, I've been here for 30 years. My, a really good I, friend of mine. tell me how, though, you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's yeah, secretive. Yeah. He's like Otani on us here. One of my best friends is married to a woman of, she, her, her mother was from Japan, uh, she was born here, but they, her mother passed away. They went to Japan to spread her ashes over there uh, oh, wow. recently. And he was talking about how he's traveled all over. But when you go to Japan, uh, you don't get a lot of help from the street signs <laughs> to help you out. You can kind of make it out other places, but that it's a little difficult there. Is that the top of the list for you, Eddie? Japan? I mean, after I've gone to Europe and I've been to Australia. So at, at this point, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go. I, I've, I haven't been to Italy. That'd be at the top of my list. I want to go see Italy. I, I was just telling Patty, our producer tonight, I've been all over the States. I've hardly been anywhere overseas, Eddie. It's terrible. If you I can do my, it, do it. Yeah, got to make it happen. All right, around the corner, some potential big changes in the NFL. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 